Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives. I am Jerry Carabin. I'm Kathy Rumsey. I'm Ginger Hendry. And we have a guest. A guest yeah, Julianne, at this point, you saying I'm Julianne Gaziella. <laughs> You've been here. I jumped in too soon last time. Yeah, exactly. No, never too soon. Um, so we are joined with guest wife, Julianne Gaziella. You all know her. She's been on multiple times. Uh, she's been talking about her stuff. She's also been a guest wife with us. Uh, all her information is on the website already. Uh, but again, today uh, she's a guest wife, so we're all just going to be spewing forth whatever. Uh, <laughs> today we decided that we wanted to talk about um, the law of attraction. We've done um, the law of attraction before, but it's been quite a while. And um, law of attraction is huge in my world. I use it a lot in my um, intuitive coaching sessions. Uh, it constantly comes up. And I think it comes up for me because God, spirit, universe, whatever you call it, um, knows the best way to give information to different people. And that's one of the ways that I give, um, that's one of the ways that I live my life. Uh, so it, it's very easy for, oh, okay, this is a law of attraction thing. Um, but I loved what Kathy said right before we hit record on this. Um, we're all using the law of attraction, whether we know it or not. Um, which I think is kind of a, um, that's a big thing. So um, let's just, just, I'm just going to start basically the law of attraction basically is uh, what you focus on is what you get. Um, so if you're focusing on happy, 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 joy, 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 you get a lot of that in your life. If you're focusing on life is crap, nothing works out for me. Uh, that's more of what you get. And I'm going to give everybody just a little bit of um, uh, a little basic foundation here. Um, and I always say God, spirit, universe when I'm talking about this kind of stuff, because some people go God, some people go spirit, some people go universe. So I just say God, spirit, universe, like it's one word. Um, the universe does not know the word no. So if you're thinking stuff about, I no longer want to be in debt. I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to be in debt. What is, go back to your English classes. What is the subject of that sentence or that thought? I don't want to be in debt. Universe says debt. Got it. Because <laughs> that's the subject. Mm -hmm. So we always want to be not talking about the things we don't want, talking about the things we do want. Um, I follow Abraham Hicks and what they always say is when you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. So let's go back to that example. I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to be in debt. Okay. So I know what I don't want. What is it you do want? I want to be financially free. I want to uh, 
pay my bills in a timely manner and always have money left. Just a, an easy, easy example. So let's just dive in and just kind of talk about how law of attraction works for us, how we use it, how it comes up, good or bad. Um, anybody want to jump in there? Well, or, I, think, uh, I think it's it's really, you know, it, it also um, is, a, is a way of like, how you put yourself out there to the world. Like you go out with a smile on your face, you're gonna find other people smiling back at you. You go out with a sour look on your face, you're gonna get dirty looks from people, that kind of thing. You know, it's very like your mindset, even just the way you hold yourself in the world can have a big impact. Absolutely, and here's the thing that brings up the emotional scale. Anybody can go, uh, just go on Google and just write in emotional scale um, and you're going to get like a gazillion of them. Um, so that's kind of what you're talking about, Kathy. The very top of the emotional scale are those high vibrating emotions, love, mm-hmm. joy, appreciation, happiness, contentment. I'm walking out the door with a smile on my face. feeling mm-hmm. good. So that's where that vibration is. When we're in life sucks, Nothing ever works out for me. Everybody's a jerk. Everybody's a jerk. Everybody's against me. Those are like really low vibrations. And that's basically what this is. Quantum physics. Uh, Your vibration, your energy goes out there and the frequencies match. Mm -hmm. So when you're with that, going out there with that smile on their face and, and whatever, you're high frequency. So those low frequencies physically can't be around you. So if you're going out there with that, you're not seeing exactly what you just said, Kathy, you're not seeing the grumbly people because it's not a energetic match and it's science. There's the science of it. It's not an energetic match. So they won't be in your world kind of, Mm -hmm. but when you do go out there and you're like, you know, or even if you see someone who's not an energetic match, you don't, your vibration does like if you're keeping your vibrate, you're working on keeping your vibration high and being positive and compassionate and loving um, and kind. It's like your vibration won't lower to that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And people talk about this a lot. Like I'll get clients that like, maybe they're in, I'll use an example. Like you're in a, um, a, a relationship that's not working out for you. And they're always like, what do I have to do to make he or she blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we don't, we cannot manifest in someone else's life. We can only change our own vibration. And if we were hanging out in negativity that a partner or spouse or whatever is hanging out in, if we raise our vibration, one of two things is going to happen. And this sometimes trips people up because they're, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So the two thing, one of two things is going to happen. That person is going to say to quote, when Harry met Sally, I want what she's having. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, why, oh my God, she's so happy. She looks great. She looks amazing. She's living the life. She's manifesting the hell out of shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, I want what she's having. Or that's number one. Number two would be they are so not a match for you that they, they disappear from your life. Right. And sometimes I'll get clients to be like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. But they don't understand that when they do raise their vibration, they're not feeling a match to that person 
anyway. So it's not a big deal when the person leaves the life. Right. You know that I'm saying they're like, you know, it, it, it's, it's like, hard. You know. I actually had this happen with mine and I, and I lost a, a, a person who I had been friends with for a long time. Um, because our vibrations just, I was really working on raising my vibration and she wasn't, and she kind of stayed where she was and even dipped down a little bit. And it was just energetically not a match, but it's one of those things when you've been friends with someone for decades, yes. it's a hard thing to split. And, and, um, I can remember I was working with an intuitive coach at the time and I'm like, this is so hard. And she's like, it is hard. And you can have that friendship back. Just go back to the way you were. And I was like, I I can't, right. <laughs> you know, right. and, but what it allowed me to do was bring in new friendships. Yeah. Because I was at a different vibration and I was attracting, you were attracting other energies with yeah. like more like-minded. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's talk a minute about um, the feelings around that, because the way that we're portraying it is, is the way that it happens, but it feels like um, you, you, you can't discount your feelings. So yeah. you're still going to either grieve or. I, I absolutely loss. grieved that friendship and right. I, and I absolutely. missed aspects of it. There were absolutely aspects of it that I still mourn to this day. And I yeah. can remember in the, in the months following up to it, it's not unlike having a person die and that's important in your life where I was like, something happened and it was something really funny. My son was a teenager and whatever, something really like something that I wouldn't tell just anyone. Cause it was a little embarrassing. And I'm like, God, I wish I could call her and tell her. Cause yeah, she'd get it. You know, yeah. she would laugh with me and I could be embarrassed and be like, Oh my God, whatever. There was absolutely grief around it. Yeah. But it, in hindsight, with some time removed, because this has been many years now, I realize I'm I'm so much healthier than I was, kind of thing. And so, Ginger, I want to I want to speak to that a little bit because you you brought something else up. So I'm going to go back to that emotional scale thing because we do have those. Yes, so we are in grief. We are in grief, or we are in whatever. I keep reaching for my emotional scale list that's over here, like somewhere, um, and. We have to give ourselves a break on that because we can't say, especially there. sometimes the people that are really into the law of attraction, like myself, can end up beating ourselves up because, hey, I can't get back to number one. I'm down here in frustration or something, which I know is not that great of a place for me to be in. Okay. Um, so, but we have to give ourselves a break because you can't go, and this is a really powerful thing. You can't go from, you know, you know, despair or hopelessness or something like that to joy. You can't say, okay, you know what? I know I'm in a bad place, so I'm just going to be happy. <laughs> you know, it, it right. doesn't work that way. But if you can slowly move yourself up and feel relief. So relief is like that big thing. So suppose you are in despair and everything just sucks, blah, 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 blah. Can you get yourself to anger? Probably. Mm -hmm. And anger is relief from despair. Anger is higher up the emotional scale from despair. Okay. And so you can look at it in, in two ways. You can just try to do that baby steps up, baby steps up. Okay. So I'm angry and now I'm going to be angry for a while. And then I'm going to be frustrated and frustrated is a baby step up. So it's, it's so even though you, we think of anger as not as a negative emotion, it's better than despair and hopelessness. Do you know what I mean? 
So that's a way to do it. The other way to do it, and this is this is one thing that I love and, and people don't get. Let's do money because money is like such a, a trigger. I'm in debt, I can't pay my bills, da, 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 all the stuff, right? And now you realize you're going down the rabbit hole of that despair and frustration and hopelessness. And I'm vibrating really low because I'm all about negative, negative, negative. Everything sucks, da, 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 da. All I have to do is find relief, okay? And move myself up the emotional scale. But it doesn't have to be about that issue. So in other words, if I'm wallowing in debt and if I can't see my way out of it, I'm in a really bad emotional place. But I don't have to find joy, contentment, happiness about being in debt. I just have to find joy, contentment, and happiness. In my world, that's when probably without buying something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's when a dog comes into it. Like I feel like absolute crap right now. I can't. I'm going down the rabbit hole. I can't. Whatever. Come here, Mason. And I go lie on the ground and just, oh my God, this dog, I love you so much, I love you so much. And puppy kisses mm -hmm. or go for a walk or something like that. And that has raised my vibration. So it doesn't matter that it didn't raise my vibration about the money thing. I just stopped that negative thinking and I raised my vibration about anything. That's a great point. And to piggyback on that, what I find is the visualization at that point is key. Mm -hmm. I have so many clients still coming to me stuck in uh, post-pandemic and pandemic anxiety and fear, and they're, they're, they're not getting out of their place enough. They're isolating. Many people are still doing that, and they're, they can't move out of this fear and, and very anxious mode. And this is where the law of attraction, I find, is really helpful with people, because when they're visualizing it and they shift their thoughts, you know, I'm always like, what, how do you visualize this? How do you see yourself in community? Can you visualize yourself? Can you visualize, you know, this next happy place? You know, can you see yourself and really see yourself? I tell them to create a room in their mind, create that place like a little factory or a little whatever where you're doing your visual, consciously put yourself and say, all right, I'm ready to visualize this along with the emotional aspect. Yeah, and I absolutely love that because it is, it's our thoughts our emotions, our feelings, it's not the words that come out of our mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Like I could be saying, um, I'm happy. I'm happy. That's why some people have a thing with mantras and I get it. If you have a mantra that really does put you in this space of, oh, okay, then that's a great mantra. But you know, you can be in a bad space and come, somebody can say your new mantra is I am safe, protected, and happy. Well, if you can't feel that right. or visualize that, like you're saying, I am safe, protected, and happy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, right. Visualize things that can go right. Visualize things exactly. that are visualize where you. If want you visualize and replace every time you have a negative, a dark, a deep, a, a anxious thought, immediately say, "Okay, I'm going here. I'm seeing this light. I'm from seeing this." And so, as soon as you see it. You're feeling it. So that's a beautiful way to do it. I'm a word person, but that's a visual. more powerful yeah. for people is like, okay, I know what I don't want. What do I want? So I'm visualizing myself uh, going up to the bank and handing them a check for a hundred thousand dollars. 
And how, how are you to the teller? Oh my God, this is a big deposit today. Yeah, another one coming tomorrow. And I'm Get a visualizing. Private, yeah. yeah. Private Pinterest board. Visually. Exactly. Oh, yes. Make it active. You're adding visuals every day to the positive. Oh yeah. I have that dark money thing going on, but you know what? I'm adding to my Pinterest. Yeah. It's like this living, breathing vision board that will make that truth come through. And I love that you just said vision board. We did a thing on vision boards a while ago. I don't know, Julianne, you might've even been on that. I'm not I sure. I think I was on that one. Cause I, I like doing them on mirrors where they're alive. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and um, whether you can do it in a notebook or put it on your mirror, put it on whatever. But a vision board is basically you working the law of attraction. So every day I, I have the vision board right up there. And every day I look up and I'm like, yep, yep. Well, you look at it. A lot of people put it in a room and they never even walk by it. Yeah. That's yeah. where I'm like, well, then you got to find another way. You got to put it on your bathroom mirror. I don't care where you put it, but you got to see it. Absolutely. And, and connect with it on a regular basis. Yeah. So the, the law of attraction, I know a lot of people, when I'm talking about it, I'm not a law of attraction coach, but again, it does come up when you're doing some um, intuitive coaching is that people think the law of attraction is all about attracting um, wonderful things. They don't always see that they are attracting negative things because of where they are in their mind. Like, I just can't see myself making $200,000 a year or whatever. It's like, but you're not at that point. <laughs> right. So right. instead of, you know, seeing myself making $200,000, maybe if you say, because money is such a trigger for people, right. I, it's a trigger for me. I got it. You know, um, I see myself financially free because sometimes when we get too like, okay, I see myself winning the lottery. Okay. Now yeah. somebody can actually do that and feel really good and say, Oh yeah, I'm totally winning the lottery. Yeah. I kind of can't go there. Do yeah. Right. You got to play, like, you got to play to win. <laughs> yeah, You got to be in it to win it. Is that what they say? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, so then, so then take it, take, take the specifics out of it. I'm going to make $200,000 a year. The other thing is I don't like to do numbers because then we're almost getting in the way of it. Isn't right. it? I want to be financially free. Well, if I say right. I want to make $200,000 a year universe, okay. 200,000 a year. If I say I want to make, be financially free, maybe the universe is like a million a year. Do you know what I mean? So I don't like to limit myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love, I love the, and I just want to say to listeners, if you, if you do a Google image search for law of attraction, emotional scale, a bunch of, of different versions of it will, you know, information is all the same, but graphically they look different. So you can see the scale. I love that thought of like, rather than having like a, I want to make this much money or I want to, whatever, I want to raise my vibration and what, how is how do I get from, you know, where am I Yeah. on the emotional scale, on the vibration scale? And then, you know, what's the next level up, right? I'm not going to go from, yeah, like, you're not going from, from, zero from session, anger you're not... to happiness in one fell swoop. It doesn't no, work like that. It doesn't work that way. But just moving up. So two things that I want to want to say here. Um, I keep, you know, every time somebody says something, I'm like, ooh, talk on that. What <laughs> works for me may not work for Kathy or Ginger right. or Julianne. So you have to find what works for you. Here's an example. Um, and, and forgive me if I've talked about this before, but whatever. So a friend of mine um, has gone through breast cancer and I've gone through breast cancer, okay? I do not, I can't stand the term for me, survivor. 
I'm a, I'm a breast, I'm a survivor. Mm. I do not like that term for me. It almost feels in this, again, this is the whole point of it. It's for me, for me, that feels like, oh, thank God, somebody out there in the universe waved their magic wand over me and made me be okay and helped me survive this awful thing. Okay. It feels a little icky Mm -hmm. to me, but I will say warrior. Oh yeah. I'm a warrior. Okay. Cause to me, yeah, I got through that crap. I'm warrior. I'm all that. Do you know what I mean? It, it feels better because, and this is not me blowing smoke up my butt, but you know what I'm saying? This feels better to me because it, it feels like I'm in control of this. Right. I'm in control of this. Now she, we had this discussion and she's very much in the law of attraction too. She feels warrior is so negative because it's like a fighting war fight mm-hmm. kind of thing. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Which is fine. And I get what she, if that's how she feels and this is how I feel. Do you know what I mean? And we understand with each other and we think it's so very cool that she goes with that word and I go with this word. Do you know what I mean? Um, because I think, so what's going to work for, um, because it's about my feelings about something. And if that makes me feel icky, then I stay away from it, but it makes well, her feel think- great. So she goes yeah. with it. So there's no right or wrong about that. Right. You know Cause I'm mean? just going to bring up the one thing that, um, you know, that everybody needs to recognize is we all have different personalities. So some people are, I don't know if you're born, you can change that, but you know, that see things, you know, half like the glass, I see it half full. I yes. see it in, and I used to joke about, about my daughter, like she doesn't see the glass half full. She doesn't see it half empty. She thinks somebody took it from her. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just when she was little, so, um, it's, it's by nature. And so I will tell you in, in my daughter's case, I do think it was age and she was a diagnosed as a, a diabetic at the age of four. And we had a lot of control on her life. And I think that sort of impacted, it did impact her. Um, but over the pandemic, she started journaling and she started doing um, a daily gratitude and that daily gratitude really changed things for her. There was something in every day that she was grateful for. And by the time the pandemic ended, I mean, she's still journaling now, but um, it was more about um, even being able to see gratitude or find gratitude in things that did not go well. Yes. Um, And that was for her a huge step. And the thing with that gratitude is not to interrupt and I'm going to let you keep going, but gratitude is like number one, up there, number one on the high frequency. So if you can find gratitude in your day, you got it made. Right. You just have to catch yourself because, you know, my husband used to joke with her, should say, you know, and then this happened and that happened. And and he would say, okay, tell me something good. And then she would get annoyed. (laughs) But then that started the whole thing. Um, and so I, I say that because there are so many people out there that that is how they view the world. That's the lens they see the yeah. world. With. But you can change that. You can change that with gratitude. And it, can, and it doesn't have to be big stuff. Yeah. You can wake up and you can lie there for a second in a bed and you can say, I am so grateful for how comfortable this bed is. Right. I am so grateful for this big down comforter on top of me. And it's, and it's not an all or nothing thing. So when you yeah. have, just because you can be grateful for certain things in life, doesn't mean that maybe some other sh- stuff isn't shitty, right? right. Like you yeah. can still have hard stuff you're going through, but just open yourself up to those things. You can 
fine to be grateful about. And then you shift that vibration and now you're in a different frequency. So the bad stuff has a lot more difficult time getting to you. So if you can wake up, I mean, there are, there are gratitude journals out there that you get up, you reach over, you you write down three or five things that you're grateful for, right? Right. You can do it in the morning. You can do it at night. It just, gratitude is massive. Mm -hmm. It's massive because it immediately changes your focus, your yeah. focus. It immediately. Well, and especially if you wake up, I did, I did a gratitude journal for a while. And it was one of those things that it's like, I know at the end of the day, I'm going to have to write down five things I'm grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> but then I found myself searching for things to be grateful for, yeah. which was awesome because yeah. it's like, the more I looked, the more I found. But it's also a great way of what's the saying, making lemonade out of lemons. Like, okay, so there is something good And, you know, and I say this all the time about, you know, when I had the cancer, did it suck? It absolutely sucked. Chemo, oh my God. But there were good things that came out of that experience for me. I mean, really good life-changing things that came out of that experience. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so then if you can like, okay, you know, just to whatever, you're having a really, really bad day. But you're like, God, look at that sunshine. Look at mm-hmm. those green leaves. I've never seen so much green. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Frequency. Zoop. And, mm-hmm. and so again, the science part of it, your frequency is now high. And this goes back to doesn't matter what, what it, the gratitude thing. It, it's another way of what we just said. You don't have to make, you don't, you don't have to be happy about the shitty thing. You just have to be happy or grateful or appreciative or something like that. So it can be about how green the leaves across the street are. And when you're in that headspace, all of a sudden your words become positive. Exactly. I think the more we get out of, even if we're about to say something in a negative, it's like teaching yourself, wait a minute, give me a second. How can I rephrase that positive? Exactly. And so the more you do that, the more you do that. Right. And so, so this is the other thing that I wanted to say for a second. I'm going to kind of back up because we said, remember when we said, um, you know, I want to make $200,000 a year. And I, it feels better to me say, I want to be financially free because here's the thing. We as humans can do it, can never ever do it as good as the universe. We can't do it. We cannot create it as good as the universe. That's why I tell my clients all the time. And it's so interesting now that I think about it. The Abraham Hicks quote was actually perfect for this discussion today because it was (laughs) focusing on the what and the why not the how or the when, because when we start to, you know, well, it needs to be $200,000 a year. Well, we were getting away of the universe. Mm-hmm. There's this quote that I say to clients all the time. I used to do this inter- uh, this uh, workout and it was called Intensati, S-A-T-I. Um, and so you're doing this like hardcore sweating like a pig workout, but as you're doing each one, you're saying these mantras. So you're raising your vibration in it and they're, they're, they're really good mantras about how I have control, I am powerful, I am happy, I am blah, blah, blah. At the very end of this thing, you're sitting there, sweat's dripping off, your hands are up in the air, whatever, and this is the quote. What I desire is on its way, and it's coming to me in greater amounts than I could ever imagine. This Mm -hmm. is the vision I choose to hold in a state of love and gratitude, no matter what. In other words, I'm getting, all I have to do is raise my vibration, And the universe is like, got it, boom, 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 boom. And then the things that I feel or think or visualize, boom, 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 boom. 
All I have to do, they say in the law of attractions, there's three steps. One, you ask. Two, it is given. Three, you got to line up with that given part. And the way we line up with that given part is raising our vibration. So, and, and Abraham Hicks has this thing. If all you did every single day was find things to be grateful for, that's all you have to do. Literally, that's all you have to do. And, and, and are we ever perfect? No, we don't want to be perfect because we want the contrast. So something bad happens. Okay, know what I don't want. Now let me start to manifest what I do want. And this is separate too, right? From um, we're talking about like the way we want to live our life, not the things that necessarily happen to us, because in many cases, things happen to us, but like for you, Jerry, yeah. you know, with cancer, or we have a family member, a close friend, a loved one who has some issue, maybe a health issue or, or whatever. We can't change that. Correct. We cannot is, create in anyone else's world. Right. Right. We it can is. only create in ours, but also by creating in ours, we are giving to these people around us that may be suffering because we're, we're on a high frequency and we are looking at them with love and compassion and appreciation. And, and it rubs off. It, it rubs, rubs off. off. Yep. It rubs off. You can't think it's like what Kathy said, you walk out the door and you're like, da, 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 da. You know, have you ever just looked around, like suppose you're in a cafe or something and you see like two friends or a couple or whatever, and they're laughing and they're talking and they're enjoying themselves and they're being, you can't, well, maybe, you, maybe some people can, but you look at them and you, you feel happy. Maybe some people look at them and said, shut up or whatever. I don't know, but would that, that would suck. But I mean, when you see some, somebody that's, that's smiling, you can't help but smile. There was this commercial, I don't know if it was a commercial, no, it was a meme or something on like Facebook or whatever. And it was this dude that gets into either the subway or the tube in London or something like this. And he's, I think he was looking down at his phone or something and he starts laughing out loud like out loud, he's like howling. Like he is ah. that awesome laugh that just like, you know, sometimes when you see a baby laugh so hard and they go like, like they get like, that you just can't. So this dude is just standing there and he is just by himself laughing so hard. Within five minutes, the entire car is in hysterics laughing and they weren't laughing at him. Right. They were just laughing because it. they were feeling it. And, and there was no way that, that him being able to, when he was doing that, the vibration was raising. And here are these people in this closed environment that are now being exposed to this insanely high, awesome frequency. So they all started doing it too. And it was yeah, like, so it was, funny. It was the um, most joyful thing I've ever seen. You know? Well, we talk, I, I talk a lot about my grandson. I only have one. And so I do talk a lot about him, but um, he is a very positive kid. And um, a few weeks ago, my husband was having a really tough time at work. It was super, super busy. And he was look, working long hours and whatever. And so my grandson woke up, my husband was home. I was still in taking a shower or whatever. And my husband said, he opened the bedroom door and he came out with the biggest smile on, which he normally does. He's very, you know, um, chipper. And yeah. so he said, he came out and he said, Gramp, 
today is going to be the best day in my life. And it turned out there was something, I don't remember if they were doing something at school because he loved school, but there was something that he was looking forward to. And my husband said, you would not believe he lifted my mood. And I thought of that. There were like two or three times during the day where he, he, you know, it was like all hands on deck and everything was on fire. And I thought of that smile, stepping out of the bedroom saying this was going to be the best day. And it lifted me up. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so great. And that's another great point to bring up for any parents that might be listening. This is such a beautiful thing to gift your children, meaning teaching them to be appreciative or grateful. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that's what you get to see every day from a child like that? It would have lifted me up too. I would have been like, oh my God, Wyatt, oh my God, I love you so much. You know what I mean? And you would think about that all day. But I think a lot of times, you know, you know, our parents get so, you know, as my mother used to say, we did the best we could. Um, and they did, <laughs> you know, and I get it. You got four kids, your husband's traveling all the time and, you know, ah, you know, and mm-hmm. we didn't know about this stuff back then. But if you can be like this for your children, you know, it, you yeah. know what, if your house isn't vacuumed, you know, okay, but be like this. Well, it's interesting. I watched um, an interview. This was years and years ago with Maya Angelou, and I don't remember who was doing the interview. Maybe it was Oprah. I don't know. Um, But she said something that stuck with me. I was a parent. I mean, I am a parent, but I was a parent of younger children then. Um, And she said, your child should see your eyes light up when they come into the room. Yeah. They should see that importance, that love every right. time they step I love that. Room. Oh my God, I love that. Now, uh, and I totally good. agree. We don't have it in us, right? Because we're busy. Well, it's, it's what dogs have though. Every time you come yes. home, how yes. good do you feel if you have, if you're an owner of a dog? My cats are the same way. Yep. My God, I love you so much. I've missed you. You're home. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But it goes yeah. the other way. Like for me, every time my dog walks in the room, I'm like, oh. you know what I mean like I just love him so much you know um and it it I know these seem like they might seem to somebody that's new to this like you know like silly things yeah but it's like scientific thing you raise your vibration in that instance yeah you know what I mean and you can everybody can do little tricks there's a um oh there's a book called e E equals MC squared. E squared. And EQ. E squared. E squared. Okay. And it talks about law of attraction and it talks about quantum physics and and stuff like this. But I'm pretty sure this was like in the first one, there was a, um, they talk about doing an experiment with the law of attraction. So like pick a number or something, you know, like the number two, two, two. And I'm just going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to think, oh my God, two, two, two. I love that number. I love seeing that number. It makes me feel so good. Two, 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 two. And you focus on two, two, two. And you keep thinking about two, two, two. And you watch how many how many times you see two, two, two. Is it in your phone rings and you look down and the first three numbers are two, two, two? Is it you get something? And here's the other thing. It can happen in bizarre ways. You, um, you know, are behind a car and the first three things on the license plate are two, two, two you get stuck in traffic next to somebody's mailbox that's 222. Do, do you know what I mean? Like they, the things can happen in bizarre ways. And so that brings me back to that, not getting involved in the how and the when, right? because of happen. that quote, we can't make it happen better than that. There was that um, movie, The Secret, 
years ago and it, all, all about law of attraction and what they, I think this was in it, but it's something about how, you know, people try to use the law of attraction. I want a new Beamer. 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 And they keep looking out front. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Well, they're getting in the way of it because it pulled up back a month mm-hmm. ago, but you're not looking out back there. And you keep checking, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So you have to take out the when and the how, because we get involved in the how, like the thing I said before about the lottery, you know, uh, or the 200,000, I want to make $200,000 a year. The how is like, well, how is that going to happen? That can't happen doing what I do. So now I'm in the way of it. Do you know what I mean? When that's not my, that's not my job. My job is to raise my vibration. Universe's job is to figure out how it's coming to me. Mm-hmm. And that in itself can be an exciting That's thing. Beautiful. Like, like oh, I can't wait to see how this happens. It's going to be so cool. You know what I mean? And not look for it in any certain way. And that's always how it happens with me. Like all of a sudden I'll be like, well, you look at that. You know, like how, you know, or Rich, my husband will call me and say, oh, you're doing your witchy stuff again. Guess what just happened? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, honey, I can't create in your world. You created that, you know? Um, so yeah, it is such a powerful thing. But if anybody gets like, oh my God, that's too much. That's too much. Just go back to the, the gratitude thing. Right. Um, because and this isn't anything different than what I think, what different religions talk about. I mean, we all grew up Catholic. Um, and it's, you know, you say your prayers, you're a good person, you, you, you know, you, you, you ask, receive, believe, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's the same. I think this, the message is the same. The method is the same because it is science. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so I like that we kind of brought up that science and keep talking about the frequency thing. Cause that's what, where we want to get is raising that frequency. So if we can so if we get in that mindset about, okay, instead of wallowing in this thing or going down the rabbit hole of this bad thing or whatever, how do I raise my frequency? Again, doesn't have to be about that thing. I just have to raise it. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, remember I said first, ask, it is given, raise your vibration. The asking part we're doing all the time, even if we're unconsciously doing it. You know, let's go back to the, the debt thing. Like, oh God, I so, God, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if I had had just reserves in my account? Wouldn't it be great if I was financially free? Even just those moments are universe is like, got it, financial freedom. Do you know what I mean? And Jerry, it also works with spiritual development. We all work with yes. people on spiritual development who feel stuck. Well, I tried, I tried. It's not happening. It's happening to Jerry. It's happening to Kathy. I'm not getting there. And it's like, you got to let go of that. You got to raise your vibration. You've got to be... Mm-hmm. in the place to find it will come. Yeah. And I love that you use the word trying. Um, I've had it all the time. Like, and I know you guys, when we've like TA'd classes before or taught classes and they're like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I'm like, yeah. knock it off. Stop so trying. Stop trying. Yeah. You have to allow it. And the allowing part is that number three, ask it is given, allow it to come in. Um, there's another thing that I do all the time and this is dating myself big time, but, um, Ginger probably gets this, um, Julian, maybe Kathy, not so sure. Did you ever play the game red light, green light when you were kids? Yeah. Yes. I'm not okay. that young. Okay. You're, okay. <laughs> I know. 
um, so red light, green light, like one person's it, there's a bunch of kids behind them. And the point is for them to come up and tag you, but you can, they can't, you, they can't be moving. You can't see them move. Like if you see them move, you're out. So your back is to them you say green light and they're sneaking up on you and you turn around really quick and go red light and they have to stop. They have to like freeze. I use this analogy with clients all the time when they're saying, yeah, but how is it going to work? And why isn't there? Why isn't there? That's red light. Universe coming at you, coming at you, giving you what you've been wanting because your vibration is high. And then you're like, where is it? It's not coming. Your vibration goes. Wah, wah. And it's that's red light. The great thing is the universe doesn't say, well, we tried. She's out of luck. Moving on to Julianne now. No, the universe says, OK, let's pause for a second. We got to figure out another way to get it in there. We got to wait for another opportunity right. for him or her to have their vibration raised. Do you know what I mean? Your ship, Abraham says this all the time, your ship has never sailed. Like in other words, you know, people, oh my God, I lost that opportunity. My ship has sailed. No, nope, there's another yeah. ship and another and another and another. You know, one of the biggest things that um, I recognize, and I was, you know, an adult by that time, but I, and I may have told the story to Kathy and Jerry, but um, when I was looking at colleges, um, you know, I come from a middle-class family and didn't have a lot of, you know, money for college. And um, I was viewing different colleges and I found this private Catholic women's college and I just was drawn to it. And that, those were the days when you went to the library and you pulled out the books and looked through <laughs> colleges, you yeah. know. Encyclopedias. Um, Encyclopedias. And so. Yeah, but um, do you remember that big book of colleges? Yes. The I whole, would go to all the, the colleges and their rumors yeah. and what they, oh my God. So I said, I'm, I'm going to go. So my mother and I went. I loved the school. I could see myself there. Yeah. Like, how are we going to get there? I, and I didn't even think about how we're going to get there because I was 17. Like, who? Can, no, I was 16 probably by then. But so I'm looking, looking. I could just see myself. It was the perfect environment, blah, blah, blah. To this day, don't know how my mother got the money right. um, because I didn't have to take out a loan, but I went there because I just knew I was going to go there. I didn't think about how because I was young and it didn't occur to me. Um, but that was the biggest thing, I think, in my life that I somehow manifested with my mother's help. Um, but I, I, I don't know how she did it um, to get there, but I never questioned it. I, I just knew yeah. And at that time, my husband always says this ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And so at that time you were just a 16, 17 year old that was like, Oh my God, I'm so psyched. I'm going to this college. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you were like not thoughtful and caring and not worried about your parents. And you weren't like, Oh my God, how are we going to get and not appreciative and everything and else. not appreciative right. or whatever. You just weren't in that mindset at the time, which is right. wonderful. Cause a lot of kids, and that's what we said before, like bring your children up like this, bring your children up like this. A lot of kids, our work in the law of attraction. Do you know what I mean? And without even calling it that or knowing that, that that's what it is, then we get older and now, Oh my God, we got to pay bills. And this has oh, my son is an unbelievable manifester. It's oh, yeah, he is. Awesome. Right. I mean, even to, to I don't tell, know the about, tell the story about the job. Yeah. So I always tell the story, like, um, I was on him his senior year in high school, you know, he was getting ready to graduate and everybody gets hit jobs and we're in New England in like March, right, for the summer. And then they go off to college and he had not looked for a job. And so come early May, I said, Matthew, you need a job because you're going to need spending money and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, oh, mom, don't worry about it. Things have a way of working out for me financially because my husband <laughs> says, yeah, because we're giving him money. Um, and so he goes to his very first um, graduation party for a friend in the next town. And he called me from the party and he said, hey, I, 
I'm, I'm going to be a lifeguard at White Pond in Concord. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, he's at this party and his friend who is, was her party um, is a lifeguard there and they needed a lifeguard. And I said, so are you, do you have need to interview on Monday? This is like a Saturday or Sunday. And he goes, no, I got the job. I just talked to the coach. Never left the party. Never talked about twice. Nothing. And I said to my husband. It's the same thing that you did going to college. Yes. Oh, but now I, by then I'm like a type A, like, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, oh my God. Now I'm much more like that because he, that's how he is. That's yeah. how he came. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. It's amazing. And and that's the thing. He's he's a manifester because he's just like, yeah, everything works out for me. Yeah. Everything works out for me. And yeah. and but it's also everything works out for me. He's a smart kid. It's not like he's like a, you know, like everything works out for me because my parents are rich and I get what yeah. I want. And you I'm know, not gonna do work. anything. Yeah, right. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, gonna just sit in my he room just and knows that the universe is in divine order. Yep. And he is a happy, motivated, op- optimistic person. And so his frequency is naturally kind of on the high side. Right. And, and so it, it does always work out for him. And yeah. he doesn't stress about the how. And, no, and his when. mother did enough stress for him. Right. He didn't have the stress. <laughs> uh, I should have learned from him. Well, I have by now. Right. But I'm yeah. curious, Julian, because... Um, I'm just curious, Julian is a channeler, among other things. We've talked about channeling before. And you channel um, different entities. I don't, yeah. I don't know what you call I have a main one is Shara, but there are others. Yes. And so do you find that comes up in channeling, however you would say it or however the message is, but to be open for those things, to the gratitude? So the messages really are always of a positive, highest frequency for the person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what they've laid in front of me. Yeah. Uh, spoken or unspoken, but the, the divine messages are always in that high vibration mm. and they're always, they're reinforcing exactly what you're talking about. Mm. And a lot of them are about trust. People yeah. don't trust. People don't trust. They, they don't trust things. anymore. And a lot of my channeling over the last year has been about people trusting and manifesting, believing, same thing. They say and that's a big words, thing. But, uh, Trust it because people think that that can't possibly happen. You can't possibly manifest that. Well, it's the same thing, uh, Ginger, you brought up about, you know, religion. You're supposed to have faith. Right. You have faith that there's this, you know, divine being or something. Right. Okay. So you got to trust in the law of attraction. You got to trust that that divine being or God, spirit, universe, whatever you call it, is, is, is there. Uh, right. And this, this does work. That's the allowing the trusting, but that's why I love that there is science involved in it. Right. But yeah, I remember Julianne, I, I remember, gosh, a couple of years ago when she was, you were very first on, you channeled quickly for all of us. Yeah. Remember we were all like boohooing, like, Oh my gosh. We were. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. And I described <laughs> that afterwards, listened to it over and over and over and transcribed it. And yes, I remember it. We were boohooing because it was good stuff. It really was. It was positive. You know, it'd be so interesting to go back and listen to that oh now because it's been a few years. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's been three, three years now that this podcast has been going on. Yeah. So that was right. at the very beginning. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we were all boohooing. But I remember it was, we were boohooing because it was good. Right. Yeah. It was wonderful messages and wonderful. Well, divine messages, though, aren't they that way? Yeah. Yeah. They're eternal. Right. Absolutely. They speak to past, present, future. 
Yeah. In all yeah. of it. We just sometimes can't see outside of ourselves enough to get it. Right. right. Which yeah. comes back to law of attraction and where do we want to be with our health? Where do we want to be with our, you know, mind, body, spirit practice? Where do we want to be in our relationships? Visualize it. Have that be. Have yeah. your fond farewells to the people with lower vibration. We've all had that. Yeah. Right. But yeah. We, we really have to be conscious that we create our own reality. Yeah. Right. That's part of our journey here. And I think our angels and our guides and our channels and all of that are this wonderful resource that we all have available. It's like, you know, you're, you're more than okay. You know, you're yeah. doing fine, but you need to stay up here with us. Right. You need to have the long view. You need to have the positive. You need to say your words in a loving way and you need to let go of your lower energies. Let go of things that are no longer serving you for sure. Or yeah. people that are no longer people places, serving you. Things that don't serve you. Yeah. Right. And Constantly so I, telling people to take that inventory. Right. Over and, yeah. over and over. You know, I'm about to start a six month mentorship class with a group on um, I'm, we're going to be working on channeling and mediumship, how they're intertwined. And my big message for the first class tomorrow is people have to do this. They one of the big key thing was elevating your energy. You know, people want to know, well, what do I do? What's the practice to be a medium and a channel? The first thing is to do all this. Right. Take an inventory and who yeah. is who's sucking your energy, who are allowing to take your energy and where is your focus? And all these things we talk about, they're the foundation for us being able to be at a higher level. You know, yeah. they're, and you they're know, the ones that let us be in our relationships at a higher level. And, you know, it's funny because what we kind of talked about this a little bit before about how, um, you know, we all want to help that person. You know, how do I help this person? How do I help this person? They're in depression. They're in this, they're blah, 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 blah. How do I help this person? The way you, you know, you're talking to somebody who's going through all that and the way that society makes you believe should be the, is, oh God, I know, I know that sucks so bad. Oh, I know I've been there. Oh God, I've been there. I know exactly how you feel. And so, blah, blah. so that's kind of what we think we're supposed to do is, right do that when in fact it's the the opposite we're supposed to keep our vibration up there as like a like a model a, a way to to lead or whatever and we're never helping anyone by dropping our vi vibration down to their level we are never helping anyone by doing that well to that point cherry i'll stop people they'll start in this rabbit hole of doom yes. and gloom that's going and i'll be okay Stop. Stop. I get it. I get stop, it. Stop, okay. Stop. And now boom. And we bring the vibration up because yeah. if I let them just go and all of a sudden I'm feeling myself like shrinking in my I know. Head. Yeah. And what's the and we've thing? All had I know that. I've, I've said this before and I say it to clients all the time because it's a thing that I was I was given a while ago and now it just comes up all the time. You're on a flight, and what does the flight attendant say? In the case of an emergency, put your right. mask on first before you're helping I use the that person next to you. Right. Because right. if you're trying to help the person next to you, you're going to be dead in a minute. Put your mask on first so that you are better able to help someone else. Right. Us putting our mask on is raising our vibration. That's the our energetic version of putting your own mask on first. So that is how you help someone else. Yes, because part of this, not part of this journey, this journey is about you being the best you. Correct. You can be. Because and that's not being selfish. And I can't have the relationship maybe that we were supposed to have 
if I'm not being 100% me. And I think of that, you know, I was having an issue with a family member, very, very hard issue. And I was at wit's end and I said a prayer and I asked my mother to come in. Can you come in, show me a sign on, on yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing and make it clear because I'm really tired. Two days later, my brother called me who was sharing a reading with a friend and my mother came through into his reading and said, it's for me <laughs> and point blank told me you're done. There is nothing that you can do. You've done everything. All you can do is pray and love this person. That's, that's what you can do. And I did. And we, and we, I, I say we changed the situation, but the situation changed yeah. and it took some of the burden off of me and she could not have been more clear. She was completely clear. But yeah. I asked her and it came two days yeah. later. And you know what, talking about what, the same thing, like, okay, what Julianne said, oh, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose this. Oh Yeah. Um, so somebody's sitting there like, blah, 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 doom and gloom, doom and gloom. And you're like, stop, 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 stop. Um, I lost my thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> loud and clear. Um, sometimes, uh, oh yeah, we can't, we don't want to bring ourselves down to that vibration. So sometimes we can't be around those types of people. That doesn't mean we can't help them. That doesn't mean that we can't hold them in a place in our heart. Right. And, and have so much compassion for what they're going right. through right now and say, hey, God spirit universe, I'd love for you to throw them a bone or, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But it's better if we're doing that from afar than it is if we drop our vibration or right. let them like suck the life force out of us. Do you know, like, yeah, like, you know, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. And we but I will also tell that person to find their compassion center. Yes. And to put their person in it and to step yeah. outside of it, same advice. Yeah. I do, I would give to them. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't believe, well, and I know we're all obviously extremely sensitive to energy and stuff, but I think everybody can do it to a certain extent, man. Have you ever like walked into a party or a, a situation where there's some people and you're like, ooh, mm -hmm. like around yeah. a certain person, you're just feeling, whoa, you know? Um, you can feel it or you are with somebody if if you're someone with a more raised vibration and somebody is like no oh, the socks you can you can feel it like oh god oh god oh god that's seeping into me oh my god oh my god oh my god do, do you know what I mean because you're so used to trying to be higher you know all the time and and here's the thing no one's perfect well I said this before about the contrast none of us are ever like you know, you're not perfect. When you're perfect, you're dead. You know what I mean? Like when you are pure positive energy, you're dead. Do you know what I mean? So we need, like I said before, the contrast. Do you know what I mean? All you can do is reach for the better feeling. That's what they say. Reach for the better feeling thought. You know, just inch your way up there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and reaching for the better feeling thought may often be I'm reaching for the better feeling space. And physically removing yourself from a situation where somebody is yucky or they're going down a rabbit hole and then stop, yeah. you know, I'm not your person right now. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Cause you got to put your mask on first. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's powerful. Jim. Powerful. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. I love that we did this again. And I love that, that, that again, it's probably completely different than what we did the first time around a couple of years ago. God, this was probably one of our first ones, mm -hmm. you know, like within that first year of, 
of, of doing this. So um, I love the discussion and I love the little bits and pieces that everybody um, has about it. Um, you know what I mean? So again, if we can leave you with one thing, it's that gratitude or appreciation every morning. Start yourself out, out that way. Start yourself off that way. Um, walk out the door with a smile on your face and watch what happens. Right. You know, uh, just, you know, put it out there, universe, you are in divine order. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stay in this high flying disc, this high flying frequency and, and watch all the wonderful things come in and happen, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening, Julian. Yeah. Thank you as always for being here. Um, if you're listening to us, uh, I don't know where you're listening to us, but you can find us on Apple podcasts and on Spotify. And of course our website, thepsychicwives.com, Facebook page, yada, 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 all those things. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. So until next time, be well and be kind. Yeah. Thanks guys. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.